Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Look, Alistair? this is just Andy coming in early just before, the, just before Alistair does the quick plug. Just to quickly say, this is just going to be a quick plug from Alistair. All right, Alistair, you go. All right, you can find our other podcast called The Pop Test, which is a science quiz. You can get it on any place where you get podcasts, including this one. So just type in The Pop Test, get it. It's funny and it's doing well. The other thing, we're doing a comedy festival show at Teleport. I mean, mm. we're doing a, our show Teleport at the comedy festival. And mm. you can get tickets now. People already have. That means at one point they could run out. And you, the listener, could miss out. And that's who we want to be at the shows. So get tickets now. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. He's Alistair George, William Tremblay, Birchall, and we're the guys from Two in the Think Tank. We don't have a collective noun. We don't have a... And where the, and where, what are we? What are the, we, Alistair? Where's this going? And we're the thinkers. Yes. We the are th- the, con- the, the contents the of the tank. And the listeners of the tankers. Mm. Now, I've always point... assumed yeah. that the tank in Think Tank is a large sort of vessel, large sort of, you Big know, metal. round, yeah, thing like that. But it could be a, um, you know, a weapon of war. Oh, it Andy, could it be? Uh, do you know what I actually think it is? A panza. Yeah, it's the what? it's the head of the listener. Oh my god! Yeah, really, and we're in there. Well, where does the sound seeming to be when you listen to things? Mm-hmm. Right in between mm-hmm. your ears. It actually doesn't seem mm. like it's in your ears. It sounds like it's coming from inside your head. Mate, all voices are voices in your head. That's how voices mm. work. You know, yeah, there's bro. one voice in your head that you um, you make your voice. with your own voice, and then <laughs> there's uh, there's the one when people put their voices into your head. It, even if you ignore the fact that uh, it's being processed in your brain, and the perception of the you know is 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 a concept is a, is a is generated by the mind, right? Even if you ignore that, the sound does go in your ear. Like there's a hole in your head and the sound goes in. So the voice is in your head. All voices are voices in your head. This yeah, been... but are you, are you also saying that the, like your, your, your own voice is produced in your head? That's also something I'm saying, yes. Yeah, because you could yeah. say, doctor, doctor, I can hear a voice inside my head. <laughs> I mean, that's a classic doctor sketch. <laughs> yeah. Does it, does it hurt when I touch here? And he's touching <laughs> inside... Inside your ear, you go, no, no, it's a voice. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. <laughs> Except for when it says mean things. Mm. What about think... when I touch here? Doctor. <laughs> then they look into each other's eyes for a long time. Yeah. Knowing that the doctor has not done something right. <laughs> he has just broken the Socratic oath. <laughs> the Socratic oath. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so not even the Hippocratic oath. A totally oh, different no. one. The Wait, Socratic take... oath is the one where it's just annoy people by asking questions. Oh no, he's like, oh, sorry, I thought I took the hypocrite, uh, the hypocritic oath. Really good, Al. Where Very I seem good like I'm here to to protect <laughs> people, and then here I am taking advantage of them, mm, doing quite the opposite. Yes, but Dis- you know, I did take the hypocritic oath. Mm. God, we've got so, such an in-depth doctor sketch. <laughs> so many angles. He's it's like prodding. a bloody dodecahedron. Yeah. <laughs> it's, re- it it's really weird. For the last couple of days, I've mm. been thinking about how you could say, say 
if I wonder if you could go into a hospital and every time you saw a doctor and you talk to a doctor, you say dog turd, you say it really quickly, uh, dog turd, dog turd, right? Um, That's in this and then, sketch. And then I saw somebody <laughs> do that exact thing as a tweet after I'd been thinking about it for several days. I saw wow. uh, a tweet to that effect and I feel and like the, I manifested and, that. And I just saw it and it was only, it had only been tweeted a couple of days earlier. Not even, Alistair. Not even. It who was, was it? it? It had been who was tweeted stole more directly recently from your, than that. Inside your head, from the voice mm. inside your head. Yeah, well, I'd be more worried about ears inside my head, to be honest, listening to the voices. <gasps> your own voice. Yeah. Well, would you, your own would you consider the voice in your head? Because it kind of doesn't really make a sound. Would you consider mm. it a whisper? This is your the voice of your own inner your own inner voice your own yeah. sort of private narrator of you yeah. the story that is you. Uh, would I consider it to be a whisper an inner whisper? They must it must be otherwise other people would be able to hear it. It's just whispered just sub, at the you know below the level where the sound can escape the skull. Try this. Try, Imagine try. if you opened somebody's head and you could, and the thoughts just all came out real noisy. Oh, if you doctors could, wouldn't tell you because people would do it. Well, you press your ear really hard against the top of somebody's head. You can actually hear their thoughts. That'd well, be pretty he, good. Here's the thing I was just trying, right? Yeah. While, while you were talking. Mm. If you tried to imagine somebody screaming really loud mm. in your head, I reckon it makes my... It makes my ear ringing go up a bit like it would, <laughs> like if somebody was I wonder, yelling. I wonder if it's possible to have louder thoughts than others. Like, okay, can you imagine a scream, a really loud scream, and then imagine a quiet whisper? And is the, the imagination of the whisper actually, like, do they have a different volume? Can you... <laughs> You know, and if you were able to imagine both things at once, do you think you'd be able to hear the whisper? Is this too mm. insane? No, Andy. No, no, no. Let's try it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to imagine a really loud scream. Can I no, imagine the same, a whisper? It's the same volume as the okay, whisper. I, I can't. I don't think I can imagine. I can't actually hear my whisper <laughs> over the screaming. It could be that I can't think of two things at once. Wait, I'll try and think of the whisper first and then see if I can hear the scream. Mm, I, cease how's it going? Being able to, I cease being able to hear either. <laughs> it becomes a scramble and not in a good way like you would do an egg. Ah, is that the only good scramble? What about a oh, lolly scramble? A lolly scramble, also a good scramble. Scrambling up rocks. But yeah. but well, not to get like away something in... from something horrible. Yeah, it sounds like it's something you would do in fear. No, no, no. Scrambling up rocks in, in glee, in joy. <laughs> A gleeful scramble. Mm. Mm. I mean, that's... Yeah, what about... A... Wait, you know what would be gleeful? Cl... Cl... Imagine somebody going up a sort of like a 45-degree incline on some rocks, mm. Mm. right? Whilst in one hand is a pan and in the other hand is a spatula. (laughs) And they're running up and they're They're scrambling up up some rocks. It's good. Cooking eggs. I mean, if you're you're going rock climbing anyway, whilst making a loud sound sound that stops any signals from being interpreted. All right, Alistair, I'm just going to tell you a sketch idea because I just had one. All right, and we'll just yeah. write that down. And then we've got one on the board. Okay, here's the idea. It's a funeral, right? And they have a lily scramble. And what it is, right, is there a, they throw a whole lot of lilies up in the air. The, yeah. the white lady does this. She puts them in her hat and she throws them all up in the air for the kids to scramble around and grab grab the most beautiful lily to, to, to grieve with, to take back to the pew <laughs> and grieve. There should be a, like, yeah, I mean, the only reason why I can't write that down right now. Oh, you fuck. No, maybe. It's just because it's based off of a pun off of lolly scramble. Mm. Rather than a concept. But um, 
maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine, Andy. But what about this? What if it's like, and and look, I can absolutely write yours down, Andy. Don't, don't get frustrated here. I can hear you. You're checking out. <laughs> I'm this is the opposite screaming of that movie. really loud in this my head. Op- but this I'm is also. The op- <laughs> This is the opposite of that. I'm breathing really loud in my head. You can't hear that I'm also breathing quietly in my head. <laughs> um, this is the opposite of that movie. Dunstan checks in. This is Andy mm. checks out. Yeah. yeah. You see? And, Great. You know, he was a... Chip, I'd write, you know, that, I'd write a... that down, Alistair, but it's based on a... I don't know what that is. Is that a pun? Well, it's, it's, well, it's, a, it's the opposite of a title. What about it's, this? Dunstan Andy, wait, checks wait, wait, wait. me out. And it's <laughs> it's it's so me just being ogled by a chimp. Okay, what about this? Andy checks me in. <laughs> okay, you've gone insane. <laughs> All right, Dunstan Dunstan checks me in is a really is it, Dunstan checks me in is a very good film. Okay, because it's a guy who owns a chimp and the chimp. Recognizes that the man has lost think, his mind. I think it's an orangutan. <laughs> it's an orangutan, and it 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 concludes. It comes to the justifiable conclusion that he's lost it, and it's about yeah. this orangutans. You know, very often people people argue that chimps should have rights, but very yeah. rarely do chimps argue that we should have our rights taken away. And be, you know, what's the word? Uh, sectioned, right? But, but not the case in Dunstan checks me in. Uh, a harrowing tale of, of a, an orangutan. Of an orangutan that has been made someone's legal guardian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, it was the exa- it was the last thing we wanted to happen. But there was the names were written in the wrong place on the form, and. <laughs> Oh no! Someone this was going to somebody binding. was somebody was buying an orangutan, and they accidentally made in the in the paperwork they accidentally made the orangutan their legal guardian. Mm. That's right. Oh man, oh. Um, I think that's a, that's a good idea, Andy. And then he then he puts them straight into. I mean, this is that movie or whatever that's on stand right now. I think, or it's, maybe it's a TV show, but it's a lady who basically becomes the legal guardian and then puts you puts you in an old folks' home, yeah, and then I sells off all your, say sells off all your assets. But this is an, uh, this seems like it would be a much better movie if there was an orangutan that was doing it. Yeah, all movies could could be remade with an orangutan in one of the lead roles. The question just is which of the lead roles do you, you give to the orangutan? You can handle the truth. He's, he's saying mm. it to an orangutan. Yeah, I think an orangutan is, if anything, better at handling most stuff because they've got opposable toes. Sure, but they, but not the truth. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot uh, of the time they'll go ape shit. I think, I think they've probably confronted a few truths as those palm oil plantations destroy their habitats. I think they've probably had to handle a few, a few. A few of the old T Ruths. I think the point of that whole problem is that they're not handling these <laughs> these truths and that we have to stop doing it or else they're I gonna know. they're gonna die. If they were handling these <laughs> truths I mean, it feels like there wouldn't be a problem. No, well I think I think you're confusing being able to handle the truth with yeah. being able to overcome devastating habitat loss. And if that's <laughs> what Jack Nicholson had said in a few good men. Yeah. Um, it would have been a different, very different story. Sure, but what if the truth is devastating habitat loss? Oh, see, now, I mean, now. I don't know. I don't know if 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 you can handle something mentally, but not physically. I don't know if it means that you handled it. That's I can really, interesting. you know, it's like Andy. I can really handle mentally this beating that you're giving me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just physically in which my. <laughs> Body is giving in. Well, no, I think I I'm I don't want to get into this, Alistair, because I feel like it's a dead end comedically. But I think it's fascinating from a philosophical point of view, and I think I think that if someone had a better brain, they would absolutely be able to make something of this. No, Al, 
you're currently in hospital, completely <laughs> debilitated. You didn't handle the truth of the beating that I gave you. <laughs> no, no, I, Andy, I've got to say mentally I did. Mentally well, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in a good place. What you're, what you're suggesting, though, is that truth has some kind of physical component, whereas truth is conceptual. I think. Well, I mean, I mean, there's the truth that you were getting a beating. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if you were pretending to give me a beating, I reckon I could handle the truth of the lie of you giving me a beating. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I don't think the idea of receiving a beating can be separated from the actual beating if it's the truth. If it's oh the truth, God. if it's the truth, then it's actually happening. I think, I think, I mean, I think if you could separate the two things, that would be quite remarkable. And if you could then somehow distill the truth of a beating mm. and then, I, don't, I, don't, I guess, get that in a spray form that you're able to, <laughs> to squirt on people like yeah. mace. And, and it's basically... If, and see if they can <laughs> mentally handle this beating. Well, well, you know, then you, if, if, if you distilled the effects of you know the the truth of a beating down to its 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 you know its core reality mm. and then you had that in a little can that you could keep yeah. in your purse that if somebody approached you you could just yeah. spray them with beating mm. and, and the see if they can mentally the truth handle of it. the beating <laughs> the truth of the beating which in your in your telling is inseparable from actually receiving a beating you might be able to give them a beating without physically giving them be- um, a beating mm. And, yeah. uh, you know, disable them. Andy, I a... think what you're giving them is the lie of a beating. <laughs> you're giving them the sensation of a beating that claims to be the truth while it is a little mist that they receive in well, their face. What is, what, is a, what is a lie except a truth, <laughs> if not a truth that is divorced from reality, that is separated from its physical reality? Well, Andy, all I think you've lies, just... All lies are just you, truths. You have basically just taken my point but just said the opposite oh well said that, i mean that's you've that's said that progress. a lie is the truth separated from its physical reality um well i think it's what i said sound it felt interesting when it was a voice in my head alistair i don't know how it came across when it was a voice no, in it your came head across really interesting Andy, because it sounded like a validation of my point <laughs> oh great <laughs> yeah now what I think that could happen at the funeral is you know, are you telling me are you telling me that you haven't written down distilling the truth of a beating into a oh, gas that you can spray on people as okay, a form wait. of self defense um all right, wait the truth because you know even even just the idea of a beating in a in a can. People yeah. talk a lot about a can of whoop ass, but yeah, what but if it what was if an actual get, can? <laughs> what if you actually could get whoop ass into a can? <laughs> yeah, and you could then put an aerosol propellant in there, maybe a hydrocarbon, and s- squirt it on people. Do you think we should go back to having those um, those those other things that were propellants and in cans? Would that you know mm. that fluorocarbons? Yeah. Do, do you think that would fix climate change in some way? I, I'm i not 100% sure, but I feel like it's it's possible that they were slowing the global warming. I think. Really? I could be wrong. This I might be mistaking truth for a, a component of a joke that I heard from somebody somewhere, but they're used in refrigerants, right? They're used in... Refrigerators, chlorofluorocarbons, and I think it's because of their ability to absorb heat. Uh, and, and and the ozone and the ozone layer. Uh, well, they they also have the effect of catalyzing the breakdown of ozone in the ozone layer, but um, they're other than other than that, they're harmless. So other than breaking down the ozone layer, they're pretty harmless, and so, they so absorb we should heat put them in a way in that was yeah. And then Fuck off the just, ozone layer and just give everyone sunscreen. And yeah, and just wear like sixty plus sunscreen, yeah. seventy five plus sunscreen. Just crop dust sunscreen across all of nature, constantly. 
That's a good idea. Yeah, or bees and everything can just get it, and everybody will just. <laughs> I mean, you know, there there would be an alternative reality in which we decided. Well, look, let we something's got to go. Fuck the ozone, right? What we're going to yeah. do is we're just going to create a new form of employment, and that is rubbing sunscreen on wildlife. <gasps> and you know, that's, you know, that's a good idea. You you know, you could just go and maybe it's like do, instead of doing military service, we end all wars as well. We ended all war, but now everybody has to do two years rubbing sunscreen on wild animals when they leave high school. And yep. I feel like you'd learn a lot about the world. Yeah, especially like you've got to rub sunscreen on every four hours. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the zinc infantry. You're in the titanium dioxide ground troops. What are those, what are those gases called again? Chlorofluorocarbons. Chloro- CFCs, baby. Oh, CFCs. CMCs, HBBs. What's that song? Easy as CFCs. No, no. Away, BCs, CFCs. Rub sunscreen no, on your little no. bees. No, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but that was good, Al. That was good riffing. Um, you know I what I thought? Really you know what I thought, right. Andy? Okay, what's one? What's one of the most like? Okay, so have you written ex- down rubbing sunscreen on wildlife? By yeah, the way, yes, of course I have, Andy. Well, I mean, nothing's certain anymore. Nothing is certain, that's right. Only death. And lily and scrambles. Lily scrambles. Well, I haven't written down and lily the, scrambles yet because no, I haven't I given my version of that idea Because you're a fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a fuck. Um, oh, how about this? Okay, wait. I keep, I keep trying to get to two ideas. Okay, wait. What about if instead of throwing, you know, like, you know at the wedding when they throw the bouquet? Mm. What if everybody... They throw the cake. No, well... It's at a, this is at a funeral. Oh, okay. And you just hold a bunch of people hold the body, or you just kind of as the person, <laughs> you hold the body under the armpits, like you know, kind of like you would, you know, dragging a drowning person yeah. out, out, yeah. out of the ocean, yeah. right? Yeah. And a bunch of people stand behind you, and you just <laughs> grab, you just grab the person's floppy arm, yeah. right? And you throw it over your head, and it'll flop back, and whoever's got their hand out and gets the high five, the low down low five. Mm. They are the it's the next person, person to die. To die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really good. I mean, I was thinking they were going—you were going to literally throw the corpse no, at no, whoever. Just... But I mean, I quite like throwing the corpse, Alistair. Yeah, I mean, throwing the corpse. But then, I mean, I guess because I mean that could be that could be that. I mean, in a way, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I imagine yeah. if you've got a lot of elderly people yeah. lined up there, you well, hit like, them with a flying of... corpse. You, uh... you. <laughs> or you know, toddlers. it's amazing. It's been it. It hasn't it hasn't been wrong once. <laughs> <laughs> you throw the corpse back. Oh, another one, another one. Come to see you at the next funeral. Um, I mean, you, yeah, you, that's you know. funnier. That's funnier than Lily Scramble, Alistair. You got me. You got me over the line. You know, corpse. maybe maybe it's not the. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the corpse. Maybe it's not the high five over the shoulder. Maybe it's you pump the stomach contents, the last meal of the deceased. Yeah. You freeze it, it in a in a vacuum sealed bag, and you throw that. <laughs> or now, uh, yeah. So, and what do you think we're going to find in there? The, the trouble is, some people are vomiting a lot while they're dying. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So it's not so, much. So you're just going to have bile. Like, it's, it'll mostly be just water and then bile and, yeah. you know, or just innards of stomach lining and things like that. It'll be yeah, a real pain to right. actually to get that whole big ice block out of the body. You'll have to cut it wide open and, you know, get you the thing You don't freeze it in the body. You don't drag it out as an ice block. You suck oh, it out and then up. you freeze it. You suck it out. Who you does know, that? A, <laughs> Oh, who's going to do that, Andy? The, oh, why don't we just get somebody to suck it out, something out of their butts and just, <laughs> eh? Oh, there we go. We'll freeze that. We'll throw no, that at the family. I hadn't, I hadn't said anything about butts. We I were know. doing great, Alistair. This uh, episode we was real clean. Um, the real? other thing, okay, mm. just to go back to fixing climate change, yeah. um, you know, one of the problems with extracting carbon dioxide out of the air directly is I think it's very expensive. And hard to do, mm. right? And so in order to be able to do it, you would have to find something really, you know, like, you know, I guess it's just not worth 
doing at the moment because it is too expensive. But yep. what if, what's something else that you need carbon for that is very expensive? Printer Champagne. ink. Oh. <laughs> right? What? Black printer ink is probably got to be one of the most expensive substances in the universe. Yeah, I think it's been looked into. It is one of the most expensive liquids. Now, if you could just extract carbon directly out of the air and mm. just make printer ink. jet black printer ink. Yeah. You know, if you just had something, you know, if you had a printer that, let's say I told you, you could print anything for near to no cost, mm. but it will just take a day to print something. It's got to print yep. it the day before. You'd probably yep. say, I don't want that printer. That sounds like even more <laughs> hell than owning a regular printer. But... <laughs> But, anyway, okay. yeah, but, you no, said no, but. No. Yeah, I know, but I didn't have anything to go to. Andy, we have but, five sketches. But that's, I mean, that's that's a good idea, Alistair, and I like the idea. But, you know, can I point out the flaw in your plan? What is the it? The flaw is, what are we printing onto? Paper. Paper. Where does that come from? Trees. Trees. You know, but so still, in order to make sequestered you, carbon. use still of sequestered all of this, carbon. I guess so. We've got to keep those that paper forever then. Yeah. Bury it. Put it in a library. Everyone has to become a novelist of really long books and print them all out yourselves at home, one page a day, and they all go into the National Library. Nobody's allowed to touch them. That's how we're going to do it. That's the only way. Which is now we're going to become eventually going to be called the National uh, Carbon Sink. Exactly. Um, Fuck, nobody's reading those books, man. Might as well be. Nobody's reading any books, except for the books that we'll write one day. Oh, yeah. Okay, Andy. Everybody's reading them. Everybody is. Um, Andrew, we have three words from a listener. Yes. Do you know who we have listeners? Sometimes. Oh, look, I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah. Well, I'm a very one, aware guy. One I'm an is, I'm an aware wolf. Um, sorry, one, one who is a, a supporter on Patreon is Zachary. Now, Zachary has a last name, which is great, but when I tried to look up how to pronounce the last name on on Google, it told me that it was pronounced Zachary, N-G-O-W. Mm. <laughs> so, I already knew that that's how it was spelt. So, other, other, yeah. other, other things have said Ngao, and then, yep. if it's anything like a Vietnamese last, last name that is just NGO, I think so, some places we're saying it's like Nyo. Okay. Nyo. Kind of like a Nyo. I'm not sure exactly. But anyway, Zachary Nyo or Ngao. Hi, Zachary. Thank you very much for sending in. I apologize for this. Uh, and, and you know, please tell your family to up, update all these pronunciation websites that are up there because that would help everybody in the world who encounter you um apologies yeah. for all it's, of this. you're asking him to do all the labor feels like you know he i know shouldn't but have to do that i was doing labor that was this is after i've done labor i'm just suggesting that one bit of labor would stop a thousand bits of labor it's true um anyway uh <laughs> i'm sorry this is, <laughs> sounds like it's a battle now um <laughs> Uh, Andy, do you want I to try and you guess? Were gonna make, I thought you were going to make me guess his last name. Uh, that was my. That was like, oh, this guessing, it's really getting out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, don't worry, I wouldn't do that. I'm going to get make oh, you great. guess the three words, though. Yeah. Cool. Can I tell you already what the first word is? Yeah. Tangent. No, it doesn't even rhyme. Oh no. <laughs> um, I'm wait, devastated. You might have only got. One letter correct. Oh, Do you want to just Christ. have a second guess based off of that? Um. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Slant. You got the same letter correct, though, uh. but nothing else. The first word is royal. Royal. Yeah, royal. Oh, my God. Okay, royal. Yeah, great. Okay, now, next based word. off of that clue, would you gelatin. want to guess? Royal gelatin. No, Andy. This isn't some kind mm-hmm. of bee-based sketch. No, I wish it was. Royal jelly. No. The second word is soil. Mm, royal soil. Yes, I can see there's a rhyme. It's a good rhyme. It's a rhyme where you don't have the same letters. Spelling, yeah. You know? Right, oh, Andy. Royal think... soil. Moyle and M-O-Y-L-E. Royal soil moyle. I mean, Andy, that's that's a great guess. And while that's a great guess, it is absolutely incorrect. He didn't bother with the third different type of spelling. He just went with boil. Royal soil boil. I mean, I've never boiled soil. I feel like that would be a really interesting thing to experiment with. Like dig up a bunch of soil, boil it. What does that do? What does that create? What would that boil do it you? down? Boil it down. Boil it dry. Now, what have you got? Just back to soil again. Almost <laughs> not much point well, putting the water in in the first place. I think a huge but, part of soil is bacteria. Mm, that's true, and and you know mo- even the drier soils probably have a bit of moisture in there as well. But, but you know what you could get do all out. by boiling a bunch of soil, and then putting mm. and then putting all the soil back somewhere. Right, you could. Let's say you did a pile, right? Hmm. You could then see if there's any bacteria or bugs in there that can. You're basically doing an evolutionary process and breeding for resistance to getting boiled. To boiling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. (laughs) You know, and then, then you could probably find bacteria that could thrive, say, in a maybe in a at one of those like hot jets down at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Or That's uh, true. You know, or maybe uh, you know, maybe in a volcano. I mean, when 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 I read Royal Soil Boil, I mm. basically just pictured a king being lowered into magma. Oh, boiling soil. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is it is good that you can get liquid rock. Yeah. But I've never seen liquid soil. I suppose, you know, you probably people mud. are thinking mud, but that's not what I mean. Uh, boiling I mean liquid. I mean liquid soil. I mean you heat soil up till it becomes a liquid, and it flows across the land. And then when it when it cools, it doesn't become rock. It becomes soil. Top soil. I'll tell you what this isn't. What the answer is interesting. <laughs> it's not interesting. I I fully recognise a lot of people listening to the podcast probably think I bet Andy doesn't know when he's being boring. I know when I'm being boring. Okay. <laughs> I feel it, but sometimes you got to finish a thought. Yeah, absolutely. Regardless Andy. of what that I mean, does, you know, it might be bad for the soil to destroy all the nutrients and um, and kill all the uh, the bugs mm. in it, right? But you know, what mm. is good for the soil to aerate it, which was boiling would do. Mm. You know, that's in what they way. often get. They often get bugs to do that. You know, by just making holes in there and I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that boiling soil aerates it. Alistair, I'm and, sorry. Well, Andy, you're taking you're taking uh, uh, water, which yeah. is which is a liquid, yeah, and then and then turning it into water vapor, which is mm. a component of air, <laughs> but not the one not the one that you're looking for when you're aerating something. How do you know? I think, How do you know? I think. I think when you're air because because when you're aerating something, if the you thing want that you po- if the <laughs> thing that you wanted to put in there was water, then you wouldn't be aerating the soil. You'd be watering the soil. Yeah, you, you if you want to aerate the soil, I think the things that you're looking for are the components of of air of, of air that aren't water. Basically, anything else. Andy. Okay. Andy, are you soil? Are you soil? No, I'm not soil. Yeah, I, I thought so. Well, then how the fuck do you know what soil wants? <laughs> eh? What component of air soil wants? Um, you know? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not soil, but I reckon it doesn't want nitrogen. I reckon it doesn't want... Even 
the Lorax didn't have the temerity to speak for the soil. <laughs> he spoke for the trees, Andy. Spoke for the trees. The trees. And the brown the, the, barbalutes. The, the, uh, and the beneficiaries of all that hot steam and the dirt and the soil. Mm. Isn't it great that the word beneficiary has the word fishery in it? That's oh. one of the it's one of the best things about that word. Um, I would can I tell you something about fish? Yeah. I would hate to meet the tuna that John West rejects. Cuz it must, given the standard of tuna that he accepts, the tuna yeah. that he rejects must be so bad. It's incredible yeah, that yeah, John West a... had that campaign and they're unequivocally the worst tuna. I don't know. I don't get. know if they're worse than Safcol. I think they're worse than Safcol. I don't know, Andy. I think I think at least John John West has some redeeming features, whereas I think Safcol has a really metallic taste. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you like that? It could be mercury, yeah. Andy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what I like. I yeah, like getting I like... a little bit of mercury. You know thirsty Merc? I'm thirsty yeah. for Merc. That's I, you. that's that's me. Um, oh. I'm sorry. There's been too many weird puns in this. No, no, no. Royal idea. soil boil. boil. It feels it feels like something that the Queen probably does. Like when they start Parliament in the UK, mm. they got all this weird shit where somebody bangs something with a stick, and you know they say, "Oh, you can't come in," and then they let them in, and all this kind of palaver. I wouldn't be at all surprised if so- they did something with soil in a pot. For some reason, I just keep thinking that that's what, that's what you call a, 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 the Queen's fart. A, a soil boil. soil boil. The Queen's fart. Yeah. You don't think so? You know? Do you think, do you think she'd have a nice earthy fart? I, I don't, I'm not judging the quality, Andy. I'm saying it's like, you know, to, the words take it away from it being a dirty thing, you know? <laughs> Apart from and, the fact that you've added the word soil in there. Well, soil sounds very earthy. It sounds like, you know, it sounds like she's doing gardening or something or she's helping mm. the planet. Mm. You know, she's getting yep. the boil on. That sounds like you're cleaning something or whatever. <laughs> getting getting the boil on. You're letting bubbles the boil out. On. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. What do we know about the Queen's farts? Almost nothing. Well, we they're know very that they rarely exist. reported on. Yeah. And she wears, you know, those long dresses. And <laughs> every time she farts, it must be going up and venting through that neck hole. Mm. There's no no other way out, as far as I can tell. It looks like, you know, it's a lot of the time it's those, you know, it's the full dress and then it's those you big know. coats. They look like they've got quite a thick... Sort of layer, you know, of insulation and and lining. It's cold in England a lot. Mudslides. She'll be be rugged up. Royal Mm. soil. Why are we being broken by this, Andy? (laughs) Why are we being defeated by this royal soil boil? I think it rhymes too much. (laughs) What's cool about it is that it is kind of a two-syllable rhyme, oil. Oil, mm. oil, oil, oil. Royal it's a, soil it's a single. Boil. Is it a single syllable word? Soil. Well, but soil. royal is definitely two syllables. But soil. Raw feels royal. Yeah, I think they're soil all two feels syllables. Like one. I think they're two syllables, oh. but I think you can pass it off as one. It feels like a real royal. That's a that's a syllable hack. Royal. That's a way to soil. You know. I don't think, yeah. Boil. Soil. Soil. Boil. Soil. Soil. I think if you say it faster, (laughs) but it's like, Peter. (laughs) Peter. No. Is Peter one syllable or two? Peter. (laughs) If you say it fast enough, anything's one syllable. (laughs) Cochran. Cochran. Who's Peter Cochran? I don't know. Lady. 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 It was lady one or two. Lady, lady. <laughs> lady, lady. This is this is so bad. I mean, I'm having a great time, but my God. A royal soil boil. The queen's <laughs> boiling, boiling of the soil. I feel like she would. 
I feel like she would boil her soil. All the all the soil in the gardens it does, of Buckingham Palace like, has been boiled at some well, point. It, it sounds like something they would do to the poor at some point, where they, you would just go, you go, oh, you didn't pay your rent? You We're going to boil your soil. It's just going to come. They just kind of like... They just get, they start putting fires underneath, you know, they dig holes, mm. they put fires in your land mm. until your, until your land, your soil boils. Mm. And then maybe and they then stand you in it. They, you know, put your feet in it so that you you lose your leg up into your ankle. The joke's then, on them. You know, you had your potatoes in. You were just about to get them out anyway. Now they're all beautifully cooked. Jacket potatoes. And you're pulling. You're pulling cooked potatoes from the earth. That's right. And then, and they got that beautiful dirt flavor cooking right through them. People will be coming Infused for miles. And they think that. that they've ruined you, but they've actually just started the the one of the best uh, local, uh, you know, fast food places. I couldn't I tell believe you, it. people people like beetroot, and that is already infused with the the intense flavor of dirt. You ever wonder what dirt tastes like? I'll tell you, it tastes exactly like beetroot. Beetroot is the one plant that was like, I'm not going to come up with my own flavor. I'm just going to, I'm just going to import the flavor of, of the, of whatever's around me. Beetroot doesn't have a flavor. It just has somehow, all the, all the, all the dirt flavors have infused into the beetroot. And the only reason beetroot is, has succeeded as a vegetable is because it has such a cool color that you can't get anywhere else. And if you want, if you want br- that bright red ish purple, mm. you got to go to beetroot, even though it tastes like dirt. It's true. It's true. If you want to like, if you want to roast some vegetables, but you want them to all be fucked up by being stained purple, mm. um, you can only do They've that. They've got with that beetroot. game sewn up. That's right. So. And the royal soil boil. Oh God! We had finished this. We had finished this episode so early. We were on like thirty-three minutes when we started. Yeah, on this, I know. On this. It was going to be so good. Um, royal soil boil. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, could you uh, when they when I they think we got to get away the... from we got to get away from like the direct translation. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You get away from the direct translation. Well, I'm, tr- I'm just, I'm just trying. I'm trying. Look, okay. Uh, what's this, Andy? It's a wooden yeah. boat. It's a wooden boat, but you don't, you don't take it on land. Yeah. You know, you take it through someone's veins. Oh, I see. I got nothing. No, there's. I mean, but what about this, right? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a boat that. You know, we invented steam power. Say we invented we we invented transport with steam power, but what we did was instead of using steam to generate you know pressure to turn a piston or something like that, yeah. we just made a boat that just blasts steam out of holes in the hull, <gasps> like sort a, of like, like a, a jet ski, sort of like a jet ski, sort of like a hovercraft, sort of like an inverted um, uh, air hockey table, but. Yeah with pressurized super hot steam okay now you can travel you know this is the only form of transport we've got you can travel anywhere you want okay but what it will do is it will steam to the point of boiling anything that you pass over right so it'll kill anywhere anywhere that you travel now it becomes only something that the queen is going to use or like the you know that royals are going to use that they, you know, they they travel on this sort of death. You know, it's powered by death, right? Steaming across the land, killing everything in its path. And w- I'll tell you what this is: it's a metaphor for uh, vehicles, for cars, for fossil fuels. <laughs> it's just that we've we've shortened the the gap between the uh, the. The thing, and this is what this is what art is, Alistair. You just make it much more explicit the bad thing that something does. Well, what about right? this? What about if it's a car, but it's got little arms with hammers on them, <laughs> and they kill yeah. any they kill any animal that, that's nearby? <laughs> yeah, great, really good. And does it power the car in some way? No. Or <laughs> no, it actually it just it. does it. 
It it's just, just a fair it. bit more power to do that. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No. I wonder. Look. But but is it that the person who invented the car? Who you know was it Carl Benz? Whoever no. that guy was. No, that's not him. He's not involved. Right. Well, <laughs> whoever it was, some other guy who invented the car. He put a clause in the patent, and you're allowed to do this, is that you were only going to be allowed to... He was going to give it away for free, but you're only allowed to use it if you include the bit of the car that kills animals with hammers. And you, and, then, and then Henry Ford was like, you can have it in any colour as long as the all the arms kill all the animals any way you want, all the whole way, all the time. God, that was some good talking. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Zachary... I hope that you're happy with the best sketch that's ever been come up with because I hope that satisfies you because uh, I'm going to take us through the sketch ideas for today. Yes. We've got Doctor, there's a voice in my head and it's a very elaborate Doctor sketch that has both prodding, has the hypocritic oath. <laughs> it has the next bit that Andy mentioned that was very funny as well and I can't remember. Mm, thanks. Um, I can't remember it either, but it sounds good. Now, then we've got doctors realize they make a discovery and they can't tell people that you can, they, they realize, they make a discovery that you can hear the thoughts of people when you open their skulls, but they realize they can't tell the general public or else they're going to try it out and open each other's skulls mm. to hear people's oh. thoughts. I don't even remember us talking about that, but that's very good. You know, yep. that, that there's no such thing as an MRI machine, right? There's no such thing as a CAT scan. They can just hear your thoughts, but they they pretend that they just put print out pretty colours of the of the brain, <laughs> pictures of the brain, and say that's what it is. But actually they know exactly the brain is what always you're thinking. Re- yeah, the brain's always actually repeating what's wrong with it. It's going, oh, my left ventricle is actually... Severely inflamed. That's right. You know, the brain's got ventricles. Um, then we got Dustin checks me in. That's when the person <laughs> buys an orangutan. Where things they get, get good. They get the document wrong and somehow the ape becomes... They get committed. A, yeah, the ape becomes the legal guardian of the person and the ape decides that the person is genuinely insane. Then we've mm-hmm. got... Distilling the truth of a beating into a spray, and then I think I think this in is a brackets, really good idea. Making it a lie, <laughs> but you know, I yeah, I think that there's something in that, Andy. We're gonna have to do a lot of listening to get that one back to figure out it's what a the very, fuck it's we were a very, talking about. No, I, I know exactly what that was, and it's a oh. very. I, I think I think if you can get the tr- separate the truth of something from that thing. That's really exciting. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, we can, yes, it does make it a lie, but a very convincing one. <laughs> oh, yes. The convincing lie of a beating in my face. Anyway, the, the important thing is that you just trick the mind, I guess. Um, then we've got is. re-release CFCs into the atmosphere to... Stop climate change and then just sunscreen wild animals and us. Mm. Mostly you just have to sunscreen oh, the animals yeah. that have bare skin, which is mostly us, but maybe seals. Well, they don't bear skin. Do I they? think you still got to do the noses. Like, you know, see some dogs, people put sunscreen on their dog's nose. That's like that. So, you, you know, you go to a lion, you don't have to do the whole lion, but you do have to do its nose. I don't know. The good news it... is you don't have to do the whole lion. The bad news <laughs> is. You got to do the bottom of its feet where its claws are, and the tip of its little nose where its teeth are close to. Then we've got throw the corpse back at the funeral, and the next the the, the person to catch it is the next one to die. <laughs> it's really good. And then we've got maybe not course, throw the corpse. Oh, you, you, I guess you could get all the pallbearers to sort of swing the corpse. Yeah, you know, grab an arm and a leg each, so like swing, swing it like into a, the crowd. swing them like a hammock. Um, and then we've got the Steam Death Hovercraft, which... This would this be, sorry, but the, like that Paul Bearer throw the corpse thing would be in a universe in which 
dying, people are just as excited for people to die as they are for people to get married. And everybody's, you know, talking about, so when you're going to die and who's going to be the next person to die and that sort of thing. And it's just a... We could make this. We could make this as a film, Alistair, and it would be art because we're just changing a thing. No, I'd like to make art. So Um, easy to make art. Oh, it'd be so easy. And yeah, today, you know what I was doing? I was fantasizing about us doing Sci-Fi Try Guys as a weekly thing, as a real podcast. Uh, It's a good thing to fantasize about because we're not even pulling it off as a monthly thing at the moment. But that is a good idea, Al. Oh, just I think this is the, the direction our lives should go. Just as a regular weekly podcast, even though we've released, we currently have at least two podcasts on the go, but, um, well, one's not being, you know, Pop Test isn't currently being made for more seasons yet. But anyway, um, and then that's all our podcast, that's all our, our, po- our sketches. Boo daddy daddy, boo 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 Boo daddy boo Boo daddy boo Boo daddy ah, Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Think Tank God we appreciate it You can find us on all the places you like to find people You can follow us on Twitter I'm at Stupid Old Andy I'm at Alistair TB and we're at Two in Tank You can find us on Instagram at Two in Tank Or I'm at A Trombley Virtual You can support us on Patreon You can find the you pop can, test You can uh you could watch both me and Alistair on Gamey Gamey Game. Yeah. Uh, Evan Munro Smith's uh, gaming. Oh, I just hit my bell. I hit my lamp, and it made a good bell sound. Uh, about about gaming, and we both uh, went on recently. Both had fun. We were on the Weekly Planet a little while ago. We were also mm. on Book Book Cheat. Yes. Um, we also, you know, just you, sh- you could also listen to Do Go On. They're a good podcast. Oh, never not we're good. Not- we're not we're not on there though, but uh, maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Well, we have done episodes in the past, which is but the also best they, time to do. They things. just do. They just do great things. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Sorry if and sometimes our stuff is a very varying quality. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we we love, love you. you. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.